Welcome to Bishop Blessing Lebebe's podcast, the pod all about the Word of God, which brings change and transformation in our lives. If you are at home, get your pen and paper. If you are at work, get your headphones. If you're driving, then turn the volume up and get ready to be enlightened. We have just one word for you. Enjoy. It was, I don't know if it was Wednesday or Thursday, and I forgot the day. The Lord talked to me about our mission and vision. And he was saying, Mending broken places within the world. And the Lord said to me, That is too much to choose. And we have simplified it. It was much longer than that, but we simplified it. But the Lord said to me, He says, it's too much. I'll tell you, we're talking a lot of things. And I'll tell you what else He told me. He said, that is too much to show. I said, we really worked hard to make it this long. Then he took me back and he reminded me that there are two structures, two things that are determined that that determine a good vision. Then he took me straight to the book of Habakkuk, chapter two, verse two. To three. It says, and the Lord answered me. And said, number one. And the Lord answered me. Says, number one. You having a vision is not enough. You need to write it down. Write the vision. For most of us, we are good with the first part. The second part, especially if you read a lot of books, is very difficult. It says, make it plain. The word plain is a bit more different from make it simple. Because when something is simple, it means it is achievable, but the vision itself may not necessarily be plain. The word plain refers to that any person, when they just look at it, they get what the church is about. That it should not need explanation to define itself. I just need, can, can, can a boy and a girl put it up? Oh, we are covered. <laughs> All right. Wow. All right. We are here. All right, so now look. 
There are, there are things you don't know about them. Maybe some of you don't know their names. You get what I'm saying? Some of you may not know who this guy is. Some of you may not know who the lady is. But there are certain things that are obviously plain. You don't need to be explained. Who is the guy? Who is the guy? No, no, not the name. Like, who is amongst them? Which one is the guy? It is plain. I don't need to explain. I said, look at his ears. Look at his throat. Look at her hair. Look at her ears. Look at her lips. When you see it, it defines itself. Plain means that it is, by seeing it is self-explanatory without any definition. Thank you very much. You can sit down. It's, it's a plain. Make the vision plain. It means it must be so simple that you don't need any level of intellect to get the vision. And they say, make it plain upon tablets. I, I put it in my tablet. This is upon tablets, right? There's another. There's the NIV tablet. More modern. The iPhone. Anyway. That he that readeth it, that he may run, he that readeth it. So when I read the verse, no, 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 no. You're going to come there. You're going to come there. I love that you are anointed. You are anointed. Sweet. And the sound is watching itself. Yes. Now this is easy now. The Bible is saying, number one, you write the vision. So, number one, you write the vision and you make it plain. Now, you remember I said 
What are the reasons we make it plain? So that he may run with it. This is very important. Most of you don't get it. That a vision must not make you sleep, rest, or slumber. That after you see the vision, you may be able to be put into action. When you have a vision, you are put into activity. There can never be a vision without activity. So the simplifying of the vision is to make sure you can be active. Without, uh, you see, the lack of activity is a sign that you have no vision. When, when, tomorrow some of you, your schools are closed. If tomorrow you have no plan, if tomorrow you don't have activity for yourself, if tomorrow you don't have activity for your group, for, for, for preaching or, or, or teaching others, it is a sign that you don't have a vision. If tomorrow your schedule is sleep till 12, wake up and check the groups. Oh boy. Oh boy. It means that there is no vision. Whenever there is a plain vision, whenever there is a vision that is written, there is always going to be activity. Now, he uses the word run. Now, the word run there, it refers to speed. That people with vision achieve things quickly. A vision that is too prolonged. A vision that makes you uh, take your time. Oh, look at your name and say, don't take your time. Because whenever you take your time, you are taking the time from the vision. You are delaying the vision. Now, it gives us two reasons why it don't happen. The vision doesn't happen, number one, because it's too complicated. Yeah, you, you, when you wrote down the vision, it was too complicated. Yeah, you wrote a complicated mixture. Number one, and then number two, the reason is you didn't write it down. What is your vision for yourself? What is your vision for the people you are inviting? Alright, now we, we hear you. You told us 20. Where did you write it down? Where did you write it down? No, the Bible is plain. It says, whatever you write down, someone can run with it. Whatever you don't run, whatever you don't write down, no one can run with it. I was, I was busy hearing 
uh, we started playing some melody. And I wrote a song in my mind. While I was sitting there. And I, I laughed at myself. Yeah, yes. No, no, I laughed. Yeah, I laughed. And I said, oh, this song by the time I come to preach, I would have forgotten it. Guess what? I have forgotten it. A vision that is not written is not committed. Write it down. Make it plain. You know, you know in this church, I, I know we have a lot of intellectuals. People who like to read and study and, and see things and explain things and ah, yeah. When it comes to vision, intellectualism becomes a hindrance. Because when you write it, you make it complicated. When you write it, you make it sophisticated. You want to release a vision. You want to write a vision, but you want the intellectual capacity to be revealed in that vision. So, so even when Bishop reads it, he sees this man is a thinker. But you see, if, if, if your vision is right, even when you give it to an idiot, an idiot, you think someone will think is an idiot. I don't know who the idiot is. And you say, what is this? So, oh, I know I get it. And, oh, I get it. Oh, you want to do this and this? All right. You are not pursuing intellect. You are pursuing that whatever you write down must lead you to action. Am I talking to someone here today? Oh, can you act on a vision? So when the Lord referred me to this verse, I said, wow. Oh, yes. yes. Even for myself, I'm very smart. It's very rare to find someone as smart as me. Very rare. So it becomes a hindrance. Because we want to put in every thought and every idea in a vision. Every philosophy we know, we want to put it in a vision. So that philosophically it sounds, psychologically it sounds, scientifically the vision is sound. When you look at the, the mending broken places, you think the word mending is a very complex word. Yeah, it's not like speech. Mending is a, is a very complicated word. You must do it in your own time. I'm not focusing on the part. It's a very complicated word. It's not a symbol because mending refers to emotional, psychological, and physical, and all those things. It's a very broad word. It's a simple word. You use it a lot of time. But you don't use it. Think about it. You don't really use mending. When, what was the last time when you used 
I'm mending the situation. It's not our word. We really use it. Yeah, but the, the texture of the word is very, very compound. So, so, what I'm saying to you, listen. If you are doing it again, no. He's saying it to me. He says, you are doing it again. I, I, I allowed you to go on, but this time I want you to make it and play. Read the word play. Much more plainer than it is. Then the Lord led me to the book of Matthew 16. Which he says, Gospel. Are we in the book of Matthew? Of Luke, sorry. Is it Mark? Mark. Then he said, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So, to be honest, I gave you a vision. What? Why are you a Christian? Listen. Why is it that you get born again? Yeah, and then like, God cannot fail to do it. He did that to Matosel. The one who went to heaven. Enoch. He did it to Enoch. Enoch was so righteous, God said, Ah, you are coming, you. I don't know why the word Matosela is in my head. That's why I think. Yeah, he did it to Enoch. When he was righteous, fully righteous, God says, Oh, come to me. Me, I would have preferred that. Because now I'm born again. I'm holy according to the Lord. And I still have to walk through woman. Oh, you must say it. I have to still walk in the middle of beautiful woman. Walk through temptations. Walk through different, different kinds that, and now, you know what I'm trying to tell you? Wouldn't it have been better when we say you receive Jesus, poof, you go. It's minus one. But why are you born again and still on this earth? Why God is still preserving you in this time, in this season? It's not that you can discover your full potential per se. It is because of this. It is because of this that angels cannot preach the gospel. Angels cannot preach the gospel. Demons cannot preach the gospel. Even God himself cannot preach the gospel. It is the work of man to preach the gospel to every creature. Now, I want you to see in the NIV, it goes even further. It says to every creation. Oh, yes. Are you aware God did not only create man? God knows 
that the political, psychological, natural environment is determined by the nature of the reception of the gospel in that place. Nature responds to those who receive the gospel. Nature responds when people receive the gospel. Economics responds when people receive the gospel. So as you are preaching the gospel to this nation, you are not only fixing... Listen, God gave a solution to your political problem. God gave a solution to your economic problem. He says, preach the gospel and all creation will respond. Am I talking to someone? Am I talking to somebody here? Every successful nation today is founded on the fundamentals of the gospel. I don't know if you hear me. So I love this verse. Because it first says you must go. How many of us have actually been obedient to the verse? Yes, this is what we need to remember. Yes. If you read, read, read this verse, it says, Go into all the world. Is actually build the world. Is extension 16 the world? But Christ said, Go ye into all the world. So, as a church, our mission, our vision is to go into all the world. We are not satisfied with actual villain lotters because we are still not so obedient. We are not satisfied with South Africa. Oh, let me, why am I making it us? The scripture is not satisfied with South Africa. The scripture does not say, oh, since you are in South Africa, it is fine. Yes, the, the scripture says, the world. So it means if you have only preached in Ghana and South Africa, you are not yet obedient to the scripture. The scripture says what? The world. The way you are not prepared to even travel. Some of you don't even have passports. The way you are so obedient. You are disobedient. The, the Bible says all the world. But you don't even have a passport. Not even a passport. To show that you are not ready. 
you say, Lord, say, you see someone say, God, send me to the world, and God says, where's your passport? You're like, ah. You can't even jump a border. I mean, I should change the topic. Our vision is for people who want to go. You know, South Africans, we are in the whole world. We are the most weirdest of all. Yeah. Because South Africans are the only people, only people, you will not find everywhere. I can tell you where you can find South Africans. No, I, I will tell you where you can find South Africans. You'll find them in England. Yes, because there are nurses there. It's like that took them to England. Saudi Arabia, there are nurses there. Yeah, there are nurses. But you will never hear a South African say, I have moved from South Africa, now I'm living somewhere else. No, 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 no. It is not surprising that we are the most xenophobic of the whole world. We are not used to seeing other people here. So maybe I should leave the topic. Listen, America was infiltrated by Mexicans and Latinos, many of them. They never bent one of them. They never paid to in the sea because of them. Because they are used to seeing the world. You are only used to seeing your house, your friend. When you see a strange person, your heart and your spirit, you feel like your high blood pressure is too high. Hey, these people, whoa, hey, hey, what is this? You have seen and you have seen, hey, you are not normal. The rarest thing, you want to see the most rare thing to see when you travel is a South African. That's why even today, there are few churches that have come from South Africa to go abroad. Yes. That doesn't go with the travel. Maybe I should change the So that's why this vision to some of you is a, it's an offense. Because when we talk about going to the world to preach, we are meaning you, you, you must you must uproot yourself, move to a place and make it your home. Go to Botswana. Call it okay. This is my home. I'm here to build the church. You are going into the world, not visiting. We are not talking vacationing. And then preaching the gospel during the vacation and coming back. Oh. 
Some of you are busy. I say, yes, Bishop, we'll see the world. We'll vacation. I will see beaches. Hey, what, what beaches are you seeing? I will see Burundi. No, we are not saying, the best I will say, go into all the world and vacation. While you are vacationing, preach the gospel. It means go. You go to Burkina Faso. You get out. You get a school there for your children. You learn the language there. What? Merci beaucoup. What's it? C'est pas ce bon. Now you prepare. You prepare. Oh! You think that's a lot of money that could be able Oh, you must go. Look at your neighbor. You must go. You see, look, look. South Africans are, are the worst kind. Let me even tell you, Africville to get someone to travel from Africville is even worse. Now, South Africa, I understand. Now, Africville, ah. Listen, a boy cannot leave his mother's house. Some of the boys here, they are busy asking mama from after learning boys' room. He is not imagining leaving his mother, but you are saying you must go to the, oh, he must kill you. I must change the topic. The Bible says, go into all the world and preach the gospel. The re- Let me tell you something. Should I tell you something? When you preach the gospel, it is the only time where you really experience the raw blessings of God. Yes. You see, let me tell you, when you are not preaching the gospel, you are getting what I call upcuts, like it's almost like masalidi. The only time you can experience full blessings is if you are walking in full faith. You see, some of you, some of you, you say, oh, God has blessed me. You are, you are confused even when you say God bless me. Because you don't know. I think I say, I work hard, or is it God? What really happened? Yes, I was in the boat when I was coming. I came here with the boat. I didn't drive a car. I was coming here with the boat. 
and, and when I started well, I, 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 I was working, but I was working part time or whatever. But then for some time the, the job disappeared for like a year or two or three. Well, when I was married, when I was getting, when me I was getting married, I was not working. I got, I got fired. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not incompetent. I'm not really good. When I, when I, when I walk in the room, it's right. Oh, no, 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 no. They fired me because the boss wanted to put in a friend. And my contract was, tem- was, tem- was temporary. He says, no, we are letting you go. I had only one on faith to, and, and listen, I'm about to get married. But you don't know what I'm telling you. Listen, it is only when you do the gospel you will see God move on your behalf. You will literally see the favor of God. The true blessing of God. We are blessed by working. We are defended by God because we are working. God fights our battles because we are working. God rises on our behalf because we are working. When God sees us tired, He understands we are tired because we are working. I was telling my program, I said, listen, I'm at a place in my life where God, I cannot lie and say this is not God. So yes, I've seen the hand of God. Let me tell you, you don't know, but I think it's this. Everything I have now, I did not have five years before. Just five years, I did not have anything. From the job to the house to the rest of the kids, five years ago I didn't have. Well, could I tell you again? Or you want me to tell you that? Five years, just five years. So what you are seeing now is the result of five years of the blessings of God. I think this is the number four. I'm not even sure. Oh, it's a secret. Isn't it a secret? Even the church you are sitting in now, those buildings down there, five years ago, they were not here. The blessings of working for God, you can never count them. They are exceeding. I told somebody, somebody, it was 10 years ago, they asked me, they said, oh, move you not, Hana. Verekela mudin. Lo verekela, move you razona. Leve, 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 ampeita. Then I said, you do life the way you know. Me, let me do it with God. Let's talk after 10 years. 
and let's see who has substance for doing what they are doing. This is five years now. Another five years to go. I started singing God when I was speaking. Yeah, since you're going to listen to any names, I get in the moment what happens. Yeah, when, when you were chasing girls, I was helping boys. If you go to my Facebook, you can go to my Facebook. You will see me when I was 20. I was holding a Bible. Preaching in Hofmeyer. Alone, not like you. You guys are friends. Preaching in Bukoni. Going to Holy Trinity and preaching there. I was thinner. I was, you will even first have to zoom to say, is it him? It was me. Preaching. At the no school I didn't preach in. So rich, I preached. What other school is there? But, but really, I preached. One man of God, one man of God, he became a man of God after hearing me preach. He said, I want to preach like that one. We went to the hospital, you know, I preached at 20. I got my degree. And I was not rich, I was not getting a job. Some people were even saying, look at that boy. He's, they were making examples. Go and work. You see that boy got a degree, look. He's at home, he's doing nothing. But five years of God can turn everything around. You can turn everything around. You can turn everything around. You can turn everything around. But the blessing is in the going. Oh, the Lord has tested me. The Lord has tested me. I am ready to go. I'm ready to send others. I'm ready to send my sons. Uh, they must go so that they can understand the raw blessing of God so that they can see what God can do now there's something you cannot take away it is the testimony of a believer yeah, you can tell me about but I'm telling you my testimony that five years ago everything, everything I had I didn't have. Everything I owned, I didn't own. Everything of value, you see on me, around me, five years ago, two, six years, they're not there. But because I've been serving God, I am seeing the blessings of God. Oh yes! Oh yes! Oh yes! Now when I was 28, yes, the peak of salt, yeah. The peak. You don't know. 28 is when Saul is concentrated. Another woman says, I, I, I always 
And they're, they're surprised. They're not hearing this boy go with girls. There's no girls around him. He's not. He's just preaching. That's all. All he's doing. He's preaching. He's passing his school and he's preaching. No girls. No stories about nothing. Then the mother said, I get the idea. This boy is teaching our sons not to learn. I said, wow. I said, what? Oh, look, but what did I do? I kept on going. I kept on going. The scripture says, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. We woke up 5 a.m. in the morning and came to this taxi range and with the pamphlets. I was going to work that morning. I said, before I go to work, I must, I must do this work. And I handed out the pamphlets. We don't know what happened to those pamphlets. We don't know if somebody got saved or not. But we were just going. We were just going. We were just going. Yes. There were five women. Teddy's mother was one of them. Who had asked us, come and preach to us. After we finished preaching in Dallas, we preached to those five women. I preached for over three years to four years. No offering. No honor, nothing. Sometimes I walk home myself. Or some pain you don't feel it if you love God. You just do it. You just do it. You just do it. You would walk at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., walking home. Crossing the hostels towards my place. Crossing the hostels towards my place. Oh, yes. And I remember one friend of mine says, Oh, man, you've been serving God for so long. And it still looks like your peers are ahead of you. It looks like your peers are making it more than you. God, where is the justice? Go to the next verse. Of, go to Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 3 now. He says, now for the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, but at the end, it shall speak, and it will not lie, though it tarries, if all the vision tarries. Lord, tell me, my I want to tell you, wait for it. It will surely come. It will surely come. It will surely come. Hey! Hey! Oh, yes. Today, I'm not stepping to what God has called me. I'm feeling the drops of what God wants to do. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like Elijah. I'm just seeing a fist right now. I'm just seeing a cloud as small as a man's fist. And I'm feeling that the rain is coming. 
I am feeling like the rain is coming. But God says to the vision, go, go, go. It may be hard. The road may be muddy. The road may be tough. But go, go, go. The vision will start speaking. The people who thought, oh, what are you doing serving God? The vision will turn around and respond. In due season, that which you've been doing in quiet, where people were mocking, criticizing, questioning, asking you, are you not a normal girl? Don't you feel what we feel? Are you not normal? What's wrong with you? Oh, but the vision will answer. The vision will respond. The vision will give an answer. Hey, oh, it is for an appointed time. It is for an appointed time. Hey! It will not tarry. It will not tarry. It is for an appointed time. So I can't wait. One of the reasons why you are not being blessed the way you're supposed to be blessed. Because you are not going. The vision wants you to run. The vision wants you to run. You are walking. You are looking. You are reading. You are reading. But you are not running. Our vision to go to go into all the world. We are studying with Judea. This is where we are. We are going now to Jerusalem. This is where we are. The next city. That's what the, the next city here. Our next church will be the next city. The next township. There we live. Go not go. Go with Terry. The Bible says, go with Terry. At the end, it says, it will not Terry. It, it sounds like God is confused. Go with Terry. At the end, he says, it will not Terry. There it's talking about two different types of tarrying. The first one is talking about how you will feel when you're going through to the vision. You will feel like things are delaying. You will feel that things are taking too long. You will feel like God is not moving in my situation. You will feel like this work, I'm not seeing the benefits. God is saying it is only a feeling, I'm not delaying. I'm waiting for an appointed time in your life. There is a time that God will do things. Where all things will perfectly fit together. I don't know who I'm talking to. 
Слово Жесу. Coming to preach every day, not missing a service. Asking myself, God, I don't know how this is connected to where I'm going. How is this connected to the vision that you're going to become? Still doing the work. And I said, you don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe you have not done the work. How is this connected to the greatness you promised me? Why don't I just work on my career? Maybe it will work out. Yes. Me, I was asking that I'm doing this thing. I can't see the connection. I can't see how these things come together. I don't see how they come together. Me serving you and you lifting me up. Oh, let me tell you, it comes together in God. Because He's the one who lifts you up. He's the one who lifts you up. He's the one who lifts you up. Lord, you are the lifter of my hands. I was telling the guy I was driving Lubabe. When I was young, I had so much energy. I was not lazy. I am not lazy. But everybody, because they were seeing nothing happen, they said, you are lazy. They thought I spent my days and nights sleeping. Because they are seeing nothing happen. You see, energy without opportunity is useless. No matter how much of a hard worker you are, it is God who opens the door. You will be a hard worker and all doors will be closed. But when God opens the door, no devil in hell, no witch on earth, or any worldly soothsayer will destroy what the Lord has done. Look at what the Lord has done. Hey! I'm talking to somebody here today. You will understand that walking through an open door is only God that can mean it. I'm not the hardest worker alive. I work a lot. I'm a hard worker. You can't play with me. No, some of you are too. You cannot work with me. You, you will have a heart attack this year. You are working to die. You can't work with me. 
but I'm not the hardest worker. But the difference with me is that I'm standing in God's open door. And when God opens the door, oh, I want to tell you something. When God opens the door, when God opens the door, no man can come. You need to go and see God open doors for you. Some of you are preaching and you are saying, God, how is it connected to my future? Go and see. Go and see. Go in the aspect. Do something that you see. How is this connected to the million? How is this connected to? Oh, you will see. You will see. You get the name you will see. Why am I saying you will see? Because faith. Another reason you go is because you must love people. This is a church where the people love each other. Yeah, I love people. I want to see myself always at home. I really do things at home. Because I love people. I love being around people. I like listening to people. I like talking to people. I don't love them more than God. You really do love them. You cannot be wise when you sit down and watch them. You can't Can't say this one. They're going to have this fight. You will see them in the You know, I was saying to some boy, what does love He came to me and he said, You see, that's not me. Then I said, I wish I had your gift. That girls would love me like you. So that I could preach to them. Do you know that some of the people over Feria Mugasuna, Mudimun was actually wishing 
I thought I thought you were gonna bring them to you. But you were so selfish you wanted to keep them for yourself. And and uh, you can't breathe with somebody you have kissed. Once you back, forget about the gospel, they won't hear you. When is Wow. I thought. Me, I'm saying you are bringing salvation and you are looking for husband. Maybe I should do that. This is the one. Yeah. A, a lady will say to a gentleman, You are such a loving person. You say, Why you yeah. You don't take it like, Oh, he thinks I'm loving. You must say, You know what? Let me tell you why I'm loving you. Jesus Christ died for my sins. And his love fills my heart. And I want you also to receive the love of Jesus. You will be loving like me. You will be kind like me. Mara, 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 know when I do juicy lips. Where's But I want you to know someone greater than you. That will benefit you more. If you knowing me is gonna it's not gonna help you, but I want someone who knowing me will help you. I want you to know cheese. If you give your life to him, you will not want to know anyone again. That's why he even says in his words, if you drink of my water, you will not be thirsty. But if you know me, you will want to know another girl after me. So drink of Jesus, you'll be fine. I can pray for you now and you will receive him. Then after receiving your phone, you can give your brother. Yeah.
How will we preach the gospel throughout all the nation? We have learned that just preaching is not enough. There needs to be an establishment. That's what Christ said, upon this rock, Peter, I will go my church. There needs to be an establishment that sustains the Just preaching and living. By now, if you have been a worker, you know that preaching is not enough. You need to put the people inside a room that will keep them and protect them. Let's go to the mission on the, on the scale. After we go to the world, wherever in the world we are going, we will be doing soul winning, we will be training, and planting. The church planting is our life. It's our lifeline. It's the only way we can sustain a gospel in a place. That the people who are saved, they have a place to go. So why are we training? We are training. Who are we training? Let's not be that. We train everybody. You are working, you are not working. You need to train. When we see you, we are seeing a potential pastor. I don't know if you know want to work. You know, it's fine. You can work and be a pastor. I'm doing that. No, man. You are humbling that now I'm thinking that I'm a pastor. When I'm very effective at home, there's no one who can say I'm lazy. I don't know if you get it. So, what are we training? We are training you so that you can go to the metropolitan, ministers of the world, preachers of the world.
for him to be sendable. So that, why do you need to train you? You remember the Bible with the first verse is why do we need to train you to be sendable? So that we can go into all the world and preach the gospel to all people. Croatia, go to Sudan, go to Russia, go to Ukraine, go to Rwanda. So, okay, someone said, what is the purpose of the cells? All the cells, their purpose is to be, says, plant. Their purpose, every cell here, its main purpose is to eventually plant them. If a cell becomes fully effective in a year or two, it should become a church Are you getting it? Yeah. A proper cell should eventually become a cell. If it's healthy. We must then say, we need a building there. We can't bring them here every Sunday morning. I don't know if you can. Oh, yes. And when it becomes a church, it becomes a church itself. What? We want to see you now. What's the question? We come, we come to the church, we know, we know, when Corona hits the whole church, because we are too many in the relationship. So let's, let's have our space. Am I talking to somebody? Are you seeing to me what I'm talking about? What are you having some? Are they having some in the house? The goal is not that it must always be in the house. At the point. When we send you to London, go have a side. You are not having a side. You are starting, you are starting as a cell, but you are actually starting as There's one, there's one thing, nothing remains from air, it's more forever.
because it remains more forever you get So growth is imperative. Yeah, growth is another way of sustaining your church. Without growth, the church dies. Thanks for listening. Please share with others, share the pod on social media, and leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest news, you can follow Bishop Blessing Libebe on Instagram at blessing.patuchezo and Facebook at Patuchezo Blessing Libebe. You can also follow Dwellers the Courtridge on Instagram at dwellers.insta, on Twitter at dwellers.tc, and on YouTube and Facebook as Dwellers the Court. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.